Welcome to the Catholic Single Mothers Podcast. We're a vibrant faith-based community called Momentum for single mothers. During our time together, we'll hear stories and messages of hope. If you're a single mother and want to learn more about our retreats, meetings, and activities, please visit MomentumMothers.org. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Talitha Siri. I'm one of the co-founders and executive director of Momentum. I'm so pleased and excited to welcome Rose to our podcast today. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Talitha. Thank you for having me today. Thanks for being here. Rose is a beautiful woman. She has four children, three grandchildren. She's married, but she was a single mother for five years, and she's recently reconciled with her husband. Rose is on our leadership team at Momentum. She's been an inspiration to many of the moms of Momentum, and she gives her heart and soul to the group. And she is also my aunt. So I feel very blessed that you're here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Tasa. I was had kind of set a goal to run a marathon a few years ago, and you were training with me, even though you weren't doing the marathon for months and months training with me. And um, during that time, I think I was going through so much emotion, just reflecting on being a single mom. And I guess just that the dreams I had for myself, my, my life was very different than what I had envisioned. And uh, I just remember sobbing and crying so many times we were running and even stopping on the side of the road. And just I couldn't catch my breath sometimes. And you were just there for me that whole time. And and uh, I think that's when I first spoke to you about the single mom's retreat and you were just so encouraging to do it and said, whatever you need, I'll be there. And uh, as we've discussed many times, I don't think that you thought when you said that, that because you were married at the time, that you'd be a single mom at that retreat. And I'm sure you'll talk more about that. But yeah, just very grateful to talk to you and for your vulnerability and openness. I think um, when I look at the marathon that you're talking about, um, I think that was all preparation for what was to come for me as well. And it um, maybe began my journey with thinking about how God profoundly is carrying us when we don't even know it. And um, I would agree it was it was the beginning of um, a connection that carried on after my tragic events and um, it became very much a mutual support. But um, yet yeah, to hear of your stories, it began to open up my heart and soften my spirit to hear about single mothers. Do you want to talk a bit about your journey um, from being married to being a single mom to being married again? Yes. Yeah, so... Um, you know, 33, 33 years of marriage, um, four kids at the time, my first grandchild, and uh, Ray and myself went to visit our grandson a week after his birth, and I just felt a distance, you know, and so as always on the way home, I addressed it if I felt something, and um, just asked what was wrong, and he pulled over, and just basically said, um, I'm not happy. I'll be gone by the fall. And everything collapsed from the most joyous moment to the most devastating moment. And it's hard to um, impact um, what a good man he was for me, what a good husband, um, extremely present, um, 
um, in terms of raising our children, very, very balanced. We both were very involved housework, both uh, did a lot of community work um, involved in our parish. Yes, yeah, so after that moment, um, everything shifted. I just fought um, with everything I had and invited him to try. And even though he said he was going to try with me, and he did, I could tell his spirit was torn, that he was somewhere else. And he denied, you know, um, if it was another person. Um, everything I presented, he said, no, he just was not happy. Um, so I pursued the avenues that I knew. I was um, practicing Catholic. I looked looked into priests, um, called a bishop that knew Ray when he was young. Um, everything I could do, I, I tried. Um, called my family, got them involved. Um, it became a very painful, long eight to nine months. Um, and then by November the 6th, my son's birthday, um, Ray told us all that he was leaving. So that's how that process went. I remember being at um, Dominus Rabiscum. It's a family retreat center, a Catholic center. And I remember being up there. And I guess probably it had just happened that officially he was leaving. And I remember you came to the cabin that I was staying at and you were you lay in one of the beds. I covered you with a blanket and you were sobbing and just saying, I'm so scared, I'm so scared. And it was quite like a shocking experience to see, you know, just uh, just seeing the pain that you were in, I think was, was shocking. Yeah, so um, I don't remember that, but um, what you're talking about is, you know, I'm seven years removed, but that feeling of absolutely being ripped apart um, being um, thrown down and stamp, stamped on and um, insignificant. Um, so around that time, I probably found out that it was another woman involved. And that was uh, another crushing thing because you feel, um, you feel like an item. You don't feel like a person anymore. And I guess going back to your, you know, your beginning when you talked about the marathon, how because of my relationship with you, that I could come to you and just lay it all out because you had come to me. And that's the vulnerability of, of being a single mom is that there's no one beside you. You're on your own. And if you can have anyone that has a heart to hear you, it's such a longing. And that summer, you started talking a lot about the potential of a retreat, you know. And in my heart, I continued to believe and hope that, that Ray would would find his way and come back. Um, but little was I to know what would happen and that a few months later he would be gone. Yeah. I'm curious your experience from being married to being, you know, a single mom for a few years to being married again. I mean, you were still married, you know, when you were a single mom, but you still had the experience of being a single mom for quite a few years. Um, definitely. Um, Everything, like I think you said the right words, I was terrified. Everything um, financially, things that Ray had done just without me knowing. Um, and um, the abrupt abruptness of how everything happened, it was so unexpected. 
um, I grew up really fast. So on a, on a practical level, all those things came rushing at me. And even though he carried some of the, the financial stuff, I had to be aware. Um, but I think it was what threw me the most was the emotional um, brutality of, of the whole thing. It, it, I lost my husband. He died. And people didn't know how to, to, to greet, treat me, greet me. Um, people were kind, but uncomfortable. And that kind of ostracizing, that feeling of um, um, not belonging anywhere, I had never felt that. And I um, was, was going to know more because by that spring I was involved with the single mothers. But at that time, I was alone in it and had no idea that people could suffer so much emotionally. Of course, I knew it, but having lived it, you realize the absolute brokenness. Um, and ironically, um, it was 2015, and it was the beginning of the, the year of mercy um, in the Catholic Church. And I felt so much grace that I could be plunged into that year because it didn't make sense how to survive um, without knowing a bit of God's mercy. Everything was taken. So that became my, my the next thing I fell into. You know, so how did I feel a single mom? Yeah. Of course, my kids were grown. And I think one of the, the things that Ray said on leaving is that it's, it won't be a big deal for them. He was 100% wrong. They had known him as such a faithful, um, comforting, present dad. It was absolutely devastating. It, it sent us all into spirals. Um, individual moments at the beginning, I remember it was like uh, our bodies were just all lying on couches sobbing and... Um, two grown sons and two grown daughters and um yeah not easy at all and yeah so i cannot even imagine other scenarios and i've come to know many many more stories now about single mothers each one extremely unique and each one um is unbearable except in the reflection that god is with us somehow that's the only thing that makes it make sense you know and, and that his mercy is there, you know. One of the things that really inspired me a lot, seeing you go through what you did, just how you clung to God. I never saw you speak of revenge or, you know, entertain to a large extent anything that was destructive. You really clung to God during those years, and it was really, really um, like an example to see how you handled everything. So I think being part of a large extended family um, was such a huge blessing. Um, really um, had so many people rallying around around me um, where I would email in the middle of the night and uh, my sister would respond at three o'clock in the morning. I think everyone around me felt the same shock and they were so available to me. And, and that also has given me a heart for single mothers who are unnoticed, unsupported. It, it breaks my heart um, because you need every ounce of people around you to keep you going. 
And as I said, I didn't have toddlers or people tugging on my, on my dress. Mom, you know, listen, I, I, I just was myself basically to pick up and encourage my kids. Um, and regarding feelings, I felt it all. I felt hate. I felt um, wanting revenge. Um, you know, it's hard to judge other people because I felt it all. And um, I think that's where the Catholic Church um, became such a gift to me. Things like confession. Um, I was going to confession as often as I could. Um, so just to tell you a quick story, uh, maybe two or three days after my husband left, I think he left on a Friday, and then on the Monday um, I returned to work. I didn't want to. I just felt I had to keep going. And I had started going to St. Monica's Church it's in, in our community um, a little bit before we left. And that Monday I said, I have to go to Mass. And um, I showed up at Mass, and a friend of mine from years before was at the, the front of the, of the church. And my first instinct was to not go see her, not say hi. I felt ashamed. And when she said, how are you? I would, didn't want to answer. Um, but in my heart, I knew I could not run away from anyone anymore. I had to run towards. So I went up to my friend. Her name is Lynn. And uh, at the end of Mass, she turned to me and said, Rose, how are you? And I told her, I said, Ray has left me. I don't know what to do. And all I felt were her arms around me. I felt an embrace and this is a woman whose husband left her when her children were a lot younger. And I don't think I reached out to her in the same way during that time. But she knew exactly what I needed. And from from that moment on, um, for the five years, you know, that was the kind of reaction I got from so many people. Um, Lynn and this woman also ended up joining the single mothers um, retreat that that's that summer and um, it was uh, just just a period of grace pain and grace and only by going to closer to God uh, did I have any peace and was allow allowing myself to not hate it took a couple years I remember at that first retreat it was at the very beginning of the retreat and uh, you another mom and myself were sitting on the beach and I said, I don't know why, but I don't want to be here right now. And the other mom said, I'm so glad that you said that I feel the same way. And I guess I'm just wondering, what was it that we were feeling? Why, why do you think we were feeling that way? Um, I think it's a club that nobody wants to belong to. And it was really easy, Talitha, from the outside, <laughs> telling you, no problem, you can do this, you can be a great single mother. Um, I had no idea what I was talking about. But what I came to feel after the retreat is, I don't know where it is in scripture, if it's, it's in the Catholic teaching, but oh, oh joyful sorrow that brought me to Jesus. And if this is what it took, then praise the Lord, you know, because by the end of the retreat, I just knew the face of suffering 
a face of mercy and the face of people seeking God wholeheartedly, trying to find some um, some soothingness to their pain, some relief to their questions and to their the brokenness. So I think that's where it came from, maybe. I don't want to speak for you. But, um, there's, there's one thing that happened to me, too. It's... Um, is is when you're in a marriage, it's all about, you know, doing and fixing. And all of a sudden, you're on your own, in my case, and um, all you can do is let go, you know, surrender everything. And um, that's kind of a, a beautiful place for God to work with, you know, and I think... Um, so, so, so for me, the experience of the single mother's retreat, going there, um, I was so delighted for you, first of all, because I know it's something that had been on your heart for so long. And, um, and then within the first few minutes of meeting some of these ladies, I just knew how totally right this was. Um, and then for me, the rest of the weekend, it was tears openness, people speaking so honestly and truthfully about such painful things. And then all the volunteers that were there, it was like a wedding feast. Um, I felt that we were treated like royalty and loved and supported. Um, it was it was such a confusing feeling, but yet I knew that God's mercy was, was there with us. Yeah, that was amazing. So just a little little thing I have here. It says, um, just take every day. Sorry, I'll repeat that. Just take everything exactly as it is. Put it in God's hands and leave it with him. Then you will be able to rest in him. Really rest. So for me, I think after the retreat, I think it was a realization that I have absolutely no power and um, that I needed to place everything, um, my kids, uh, my grandkids, my grandson at the time, uh, my finances, my future, would I have the house? I knew nothing, and all I could do was place it in his hands, and that was a daily, daily thing. So that was a quote from uh, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. So um, the just... The saints became really big to me too. I would, you know, flip open um, the missalette and and just get some inspiration. And of course, Saint Monica, you know, um, it's a whole other story we'll talk about another time, maybe. But um, yeah, so, so the retreat was a pivotal moment in recognizing I'm absolutely not alone, and um, that there are people living this, and that we need each other. And then I had a couple of young younger mothers would, would, would call me and what a gift to be able to listen. What a gift to be able to to understand and hold and care and speak together. And so mutually we were caring for each other and it was extremely healing. Just hearing what you're saying about the retreat and and the woman, different woman calling you, and it just shows how much we all need community. And we need to be also in a community where we can share and hear each other and, and feel accepted. Totally, totally true. Um, 
from, you know, sitting in a parish in a church, holding my husband's hand at mass to being there alone. Um, there's a couple of mothers that I got to know quite quickly and one of them I recognized in, in my parish. And we would just um, see each other at daily mass. We were seeking daily mass because we couldn't, we, we needed to be fed constantly. And at the end, we just would hug, you know, or just say hi and just know, you know. Um, another mother with uh, with her three three children, um, just just seeing her, and we'd smile across the church, and it's it's um, it it became a club that it was okay to be part of, you know. Um, I, I think that there's so much happens when when you're become a single mom too I, I I can't speak for anybody else but you feel different with other couples too you feel like an appendage all these things that I never thought about um, were, were so striking to me um, I wish I had written more down but it um, I guess that's like when anything happens to you all of a sudden you have a knowing and it made me think a little bit about um, about Jesus you know why he had to walk the, the earth, because he's lived all of this. He's that—that's why he's so relatable to 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 all of us. You know, it's just just a plug for Jesus because, um, I, I knew he had been abandoned. I knew all that had happened to him. You know, and um, and he 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 journeyed alone. You know, um, yeah. So the retreat connected. A lot of the single mothers um, in, in, in my little community, I met a few people and and then more beyond, you know. Um, you had mentioned earlier in the conversation that people didn't know how to respond or what do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Um, I, I, I thought a lot about, you know, like when my friends, uh, you know, um, husband died, you know, you, you send over meals, um, you can say sorry. When a situation happened, like what happened to me, they don't know, was I the villain? <laughs> like, people have to assume that somebody, you know, must have been wrong or bad. You feel shame, you feel guilt, people respond to you awkwardly. Um, there's few people that just come and embrace you. And Talitha, I think that's why I knew I could lie down and cry with you because I knew that you knew the extent of of the pain. And it wasn't a question of right or wrong. It just was a, a question of being present too. And um, I guess it's one of the things a society, we have a stigma about and we have to figure it out, you know. Um, but I know, you know, if, 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 if I hear of somebody else um, husband leaves them, they probably need a good meal, uh, letting them know that someone's present if they want to speak, no judgment. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a messy thing, and people don't want to go near messy things. If there's one message of hope you could offer to single mothers, what would it be? Um... I really think for myself um, that if you seek God, if you beg, if you cry, he hears you. 
I can look back. It's hard at the time. You don't always see it or believe it. But I look back and I see so many interventions, uh, moments. Um, we had floods in our basement, two of them. Um, just just so many, so many issues that came up. And this one time I uh, needed a plumber and um, I called and it was going to be, I don't know, $100 to come and just give a, uh, just give a, a, an answer if it needed work or not. And I said, come on, God, you know, help me out here. And um, just happened to look across the street and there was a, a truck, a plumbing truck at our neighbor's. I saw the guy leaving. I ran across and I said, can you come and look at something for a second? I've got $20 here. And he said, no, 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 I don't need money. Just I'll come look, you know. But th that's that's a stranger, but over and over again. And um, just coming to know God's mercy. And I keep going back to that because, um, you know, we can, we can try and fill our, fill our lives with all kinds of stuff. And ultimately that will stay with me forever, that... That, that God is merciful and He's there. So I wish people would just call out to Him. And if you have possibility of a community, of a group of other women that are going through the same thing, that's why momentum was helpful. It, it, it takes you to another level much quicker um, than maybe any other situation for me. And, and it's hard to, like, like, I wouldn't even have thought of Lynn as being a single mom. Mm -hmm. But when I saw her, um, I knew she would understand, you know. Um, I knew you'd understand. But yeah, you have to th seek out people, yeah. So I think the whole, the whole journey um, with single moms, I think the whole, a whole huge element is, is the children. Um, so I can tell you, having adult children that can speak clearly for themselves, um, that... I never could have imagined because I would never open myself up to that possibility of something happening. But once it happened, I never imagined how much suffering that they went through. Suffering on my behalf for what they saw I was living, but, but the loss of um, the relationship with family. And then uh, their father was different, changed, not the same. They lost a lot at that time too. Um I, I've been really blessed. Um, I, I was able to have, within the first year of, of Ray leaving, um, there was a pilgrimage because it was the year of mercy. And um, there was a group going to Poland. And one of my sister-in-laws invited me. And again, I'm only extorting this because I, was, I felt like I was thrown into God's hands. And um, all my crying at nighttime, um, all the anguish of my chest pains, all that stuff seemed to be answered in the form of, of finding God through other people, you know. Um, so my, my trip, to, trip to Poland, I won't talk too much about it, but just to say that uh, what I remember is being on a bus, exhausted, going from shrine to church to shrine to you know, and just resting. And as I rested, people prayed around me. I could hear them and just surrendering. And I guess I had that luxury. I don't think single mothers have that luxury. 
and are so deserving of being able to rest in God. And I can only exhort you if at nighttime, if you have a moment when your kids are in bed, just to raise your arms beside you and just call on Him. Just to, to be there, to be your comfort, to be your strength. And if you can surrender to Him, it will make a difference. This is a little uh, quote from St. Peter Claver. Seek God in all things, and we shall find God by our side. So I, I guess for me it became no husband, uh, broken family, um, pain. And through momentum, through the retreat, uh, the message of God through the priest I met and through my family was seek God and for sure I came to know that he was by my side um, I don't know if it's okay with you Talfa if I maybe could say a little prayer so Lord Jesus I ask you right now to touch the hearts of any mums that are living this experience taking care of their children on their own, that if they're experiencing isolation, brokenness, rejection, abandonment, if they're overwhelmed and exhausted, I ask you to carry them in your arms of love. You have an ocean of mercy provided for us. We have to tap into it and place ourselves in your care. And if they don't know how to do that, Lord, show them the way. Let them feel your presence right now. Help them to know that you are with them, that you are close. And Mary, we ask you to wrap your mantle around each of these mums and bring them into the presence of your beautiful Son, Jesus. We ask this prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Rose, just for everything you've done for me and for all the women that you help and just you're you're such an inspiration thank you and and i want to thank everyone too because it's extremely mutual i've grown and gained so much um it's providence thank you god i tell thank you everyone for joining our podcast today if you're a single mother and would like to know more information about momentum please visit our website at momentummothers.org god bless and see you next time on the Catholic Single Mothers Podcast.